everyone and welcome to Globalize Asia. Support for this podcast comes from Royal Beans Chocolates. Royal Beans is based out of Bangalore, India and specializes in Belgian chocolates infused with exciting flavors like masala chai, cappuccino, berry blast, walnut marble and many more. You can gift these special crafted chocolates to your loved ones in India by visiting their website www.royalbeans.in. Use the promotional code GLA10 to get 10% discount off your order. Thank you. Hi everyone and welcome to Globalization. Our guest today is the deputy CEO of Union Bank of India UK Limited. Dr. Anand Kumar is one of the nicest bankers I've met. who is juggling his day job in the city with a very noble cause of providing vocational training to the young adults of his village in Bihar through his Kusum Foundation initiative. He is a firm believer of ISR, i.e. individual social responsibility. Let's hear the story of Kusum Foundation. So Dr. Anand Kumar, welcome to Globalization. Let's start from your current position which is you're an executive director and a deputy CEO for Union Bank of India UK Limited which is a wholly subsidiary of Union Bank of India. Um tell us at a high level what does that entails what is your profile entails? Uh thank you Gagan um, I have been working in this position for last over 5 years and uh, uh um in my position uh, as a executive director and deputy chief executive uh we have functions uh, uh mostly we i take care of the oversight of the compliance risk it money laundering and in addition to that i am also on the various committees i also uh, chair the it operations committee uh what i can say that in this role uh i can't say that i uh i only do this kind of roles and like so overall i do everything okay what is expected uh, sure. from a bank like ours okay. uh, so post 2008 obviously the financial crisis uh, there is a lot of you know structural change there is a um, change in the mood of how banking is done in uk uh what has like main changes happened in indian banks i know you are part of so called uk um, bank as well because it's a stand alone bank in uk but your parent is obviously an indian bank so how how again high level for our listeners who are into banking like myself i'm always curious to understand you know coming from india but i never worked in an indian bank so how are rbi changes etc is pushing indian banks to change their behavior post 2008 see uh, there is a sea change post 2008 uh, not only in uk but uh, almost all uh, uh, countries where they feel that the regulations is very very important coming back to uk india uh, the whole gamut of the compliance risk audit and their traction with the business have undergone a sea change compliance and the audit they they ensure that the business what we are doing should be fair uh fair to the customers fair to the market and uh, uh 
so so the, it is not only business, 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 sales, sales. It is sales, sales, business, with the compliance, with the fairness, with the uh, customers keeping in the center that what customers want, uh, what is what you are going to give to them, whether you have explained to the customer that what you are going to offer. So it is a it is a very good, I will say that. Uh, combination of doing business along with the compliance risk because I feel and what happened uh, post-2008 that normally the business people used to feel that the uh, compliance doesn't help in doing the business but on the contrary post-2000 I feel that the it is the ethical business it is compliance really helps in getting the business done which is self-sustainable and which is very very good for the bank for the country, for the market, and ultimately for the customers. Sure. Um, a person who is on a senior regime, so to speak, of a bank like yourself, uh, are influences for within the sector and beyond. So you also are a guest speaker in various uh, forums, public forums. You go to various universities and lecture them on various business um, uh, uh, topics as well. Um, but I, I, the one thing that I'm, I'm interested in is talking about your, um, this is a venture which is very close to your heart, is uh, called Kusum Foundation. Um, tell us a bit more about Kusum Foundation. How did you get caught involved into that, that it is not an initiative by a bank, but by yourself? And uh, you have some uh, family members involved and in helping you running that initiative. So tell us a bit, you know, a bit more about Kusum Foundation. Uh, see, uh, in 2000, 2000, I was working with ICICI Bank and I was posted in Chandigarh as a regional manager looking after Northwest. Uh, I come from Bihar and uh, uh, the district is uh, Saran and my village is Kadesar. Mm-hmm. I normally go to my village, still from London or anywhere because my roots are from that place. During one of my visits in 2001-2002, uh, someone from my village wanted to send a CV to me. When I gave my email to him, he could not write the email of mine. So that really uh, puzzled me that in India, various parts of the uh, the geography in India, mm. locations, they are very well advanced in IT. IT is India is for IT and IT is for India because IT in India has done extremely well, particularly in last 20 years. So this has struck me that there is also a part of India in this village that the gentleman who is doing his graduation cannot write the email of a person. Right. Which is quite shocking to me. And that really uh, changed my mind that let us do something uh, for the dissemination of the computer-related uh, information, uh, particularly uh, for the rural uh, individuals who are in that area who can't go to the cities. And So the seed of Kusum Foundation was sown in my mind in 2001-2002. But uh, in the meantime, uh, the things slightly got the back seat. Uh, but in 2003, uh, when I was coming to 
London on my next second posting from ICIC Bank. Earlier I was also seconded by Bank of India. Then uh, we thought, we means myself, my father and uh, my other brothers, that let us start a foundation which would cater to the such kind of requirement uh, in this, not only in this village, but also in villages around the... That the, is uh, so, uh, so we decided to, to, to start our uh, foundation in the village, the Ground Zero. Unlike many uh, organizations who go to Delhi, Mumbai or the cities, because what we felt personally, what I felt, that cities there are so many people who are providing including one but the is a real requirement uh, i felt that is in villages mm. uh, and uh, that's why we we decided that no let us start in uh, village katesa and uh, so that the uh, radius of around 11 12 15 kilometers it can cater to the requirement right. uh, the the people mm. who live around that radius so it has started in 2004, everything, the structure, the legal requirement. And uh, with this space, uh, because uh, the lot of uh, the, the, the ifs and buts come in mind that what we are going to do is a question of huge uh, investment from my side. But ultimately, it came into being in 2009. Uh, the building, we started with two computers. From here the teacher will come, whether the students will come or not. Whether the villagers, as you know, that initial stages, they felt that this is just an eyewash and they are going to, to earn money out of it. These all kinds of negative uh, uh, environment uh, was there. But ultimately it started with 2009 and uh, with two computers and also with one or two sewing machines. From here the teacher would come, who will teach, who, how much they will charge. So fortunately, initially we got a teacher from our village only. Uh, he, Jafar, his name, he was a Muslim guy. He, he knew about the computer and he has worked earlier in Dubai. He was there in the village and he decided to uh, initially help us. Of course, with some sort of a remuneration, and then we also got one or two uh, the the teacher, lady teacher from sewing uh, embroidery cutting uh, area. So 2009 started, and in 2000, and we didn't charge any time anything from from uh, from students. So what we saw that in. Uh, um, in the next three four months, they were the individuals were coming, but they were very erratic in their attendance. So we decided in six months time that no, we'll charge something. And what we'll charge that uh, not much, maybe five rupees per per, per uh, individual. And even if individual is not in a position to pay five rupees, we'll ignore. We'll we'll, we'll let it go. So what happened that the students, uh, five rupees in village also is, uh, do matter. And uh, so the, the, the number of students keep rising. Uh, in 2009 end, in beginning of 2010, the computer courses 
and sieving both were having 100 students each so 200 students uh, there were problems uh, of the computer uh, so fortunately uh, we we got some computers from our friends uh, ICIC bank uh, has helped us through Give India Foundation and uh, again ICICI uh, loan uh, potential has helped us I contributed uh, on my own the some other banks like Central Bank of India also have helped now we have the, these are individuals who helped on their own capacity rather than the banks itself. no I think these are the some of the institutions only okay so fortunately since uh, I worked in uh, ICICI group so they knew my endeavor for this and then they were aware about my credibility so but not much so uh, but some of the individuals as you rightly say have also helped uh, one of my mentors mr ravi kumar mr rakesh sinha who is the regional head in hyderabad with kotak bank he still gives six five thousand per month i mean this is creditable and uh, sandeep sandhu he he, he, he contributes two thousand rupees every month but not many, I will tell you. Though my Dokusum uh, Foundation has been uh, approved in a way for ATG donations, but uh, uh, it's few far in between. Uh, there is somebody from London, Mr. Asok Lohia. He has done twice two lakh rupees. Okay. Not from this place because we can't take any donations from UK because. Right. So only from within. From, from India. India. From India, India. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, but normally it is self-funded uh, uh, with a salary or the upkeep, the insurance of the foundation, insurance of the children. Uh, this is almost, and uh, we have completed uh, 10 years in 2018. Okay. So 10 years of the, uh, I, can, I can tell you that 6,000 individuals in the group of 18 to 24-25 age bracket in, uh, in the, for computer education, uh, for sewing, embroidery and uh, uh, yes, it will be between 18 to 30-35 age bracket, 6,000 individuals have come, they have been graduated, I will say that in, that, in those courses, some of them have also got uh, some uh, jobs, for example, in army services. Mm, uh, the ladies have started their own shop in the villages. More than that, that the particularly for ladies, that they have come out from their home, particularly in those areas in Bihar, uh, where the still still the taboo is there that coming the ladies coming out and then doing some courses and going to home. So the kind of self-confidence and the respect for themselves are quite evident. And uh, so, and if you see the proportion of the ladies to the boys, I will say that it is 60% ladies, both in the computer course classes, and uh, of course more, more ladies in the sewing embroidery, but the, in computer classes also, 60% are the girls and the 40% are the boys. and. Uh, they, they used to, the girls, particularly girls, they used to cycle as far as, I will say, 8 kilometers, 9 kilometers, that too in the Kachar road, and without any hesitation. 
sometimes I used to ask whenever I go there that uh, uh, whether there is any problem in in in, in your uh, commuting from your village to this place. They said no, any any problem because you see that what I try to mean that whether being being girls, whether mm. there are any problems on the way or going back. Uh, they say that fortunately uh, uh, the, uh, the, there have been no problems and they are very happy. You will not believe that the elder sister came, then the younger sister came, their parents came to us saying that the, the foundation has done a wonderful uh, job in disseminating education to the rural folk and uh, which they would not have afforded. The kind of course which we are doing here uh, uh, will, if they go to those, the even Chapra Center, uh, they will be charged say, around 2,500, 3,000 or 3,500. And this they are getting, say, maybe five rupees per day. So hardly any, any. And even for the, uh, the your saving embroidery, we are not charging even five rupees per day. We are charging only 50 rupees in six months. Still, we are charging the same for the wear and tear of the sewing uh, needles or anything. So, uh, so this is the in nutshell the nutshell uh, the uh, is very satisfying. Uh, on top of it, before this happened, uh, there used to be a school in my village, a government school. Actually, of course, it was built on our, on our forefathers. Uh, land they they donated that land but once i had gone there and as i saw that the girls are uh, sitting outside under the tree in a very hot weather sunny weather only because that there is there was no space for them to sit so what we did that we made a almost 600 square feet annexed to the existing school uh, before that uh, 2004 i was coming to London, our village was not electrified. So fortunately, I got somebody in my institution who was working with me, a nice gentleman, and I requested him that, can your father, who was in that Bihar uh, Electricity Board, help this village uh, electrified? I'm talking about this in 2003-2004, so 1947-2003-2004, you can see that electrification happened. In that also, if you see the, 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 the Indian politics or village politics, uh, people, villagers were not ready to allow the electric poles tether to their, to their land. So anyhow, my father and some of the good family members... And Be the, because of the superstition? Or? Not superstition, because why, why the, uh, the pole will be t uh, tethered in my land? Why not the next, next okay. person's land? So they felt that they are being discriminated against the other person. So these kind of things, but then if you, I, I always feel that if you want to do a good job, there would be always some difficulties, there will be always some challenges. I'm not saying that if you are doing a bad job, there will be more challenges. You, but uh, say, I always feel that the good, good things you are doing, it will have uh, challenges. And uh, so coming back to the foundation, the, uh, we used to give the certificates to the uh, students. We have got different kinds of courses. For example, tally, it goes for six months to one year. So we, we normally uh, uh, complete the course, we uh, test the uh, students, and then we s give them certificates. Uh, similarly, for the uh, uh, some other courses, it may be three months to uh, uh, four months. Mm. Uh, we also did that for, for getting uh, some sort of a 
the uh, I will say the internet internet was not available so for getting application form for application for applying to a to a job they used to go to the to Chapra give per page some 10 rupees or 15 rupees to the those kind of people who are giving this kind of training so what we did that you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to pay anything uh, even we'll provide you the, the 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 papers you come here download that and uh, apply so so this also helps a lot of uh, uh, those kind of uh, individuals students who wanted to apply for the job uh, in the meantime we also started the uh, mobile repairing so mobile repairing all uh, doll, doll making uh, sewing embroidery plus this computer literacy have really uh, uh, done well the only thing is that the in our villages the the education English edu education is slightly on the lower side and as you know that in today's globalized world English is very very important medium of communication so we tried uh, bringing uh, some teacher from outside to uh, to uh, to teach them English particularly the English speaking uh, we continued for some time but still there's not a continuity in that so we are trying to and to see that how at least this portion I can I can I can I can I can do that so that they can because there are so many things can happen uh, with this foundation call center or uh, you know the my, the challenge before me now is that the people who are getting trained how to give them the the uh, the transfer the knowledge to the earning so this is a challenge which we are I have gone to various places in Delhi uh, for example if uh, uh, if the ladies are learning sewing embroidery then whether the, the outlets were good good outlets whether they can source from us but it requires a lot of sustenance because they have also established outlets but we are still uh, uh, working in those directions that if any outlet uh, established outlet if they can start sourcing from us. We also uh, went to the uh, districts, Chapra district center that to tailors that if they can uh, outsource some of their things to uh, to us and uh, for similarly for the uh, for those people who are studying uh, this uh, computer um, uh, courses uh, we wrote to many institutions that they are uh, they are getting um, uh, right kind of uh, input, technical input. Some of them have been uh, called, and out of them, some of them have been also absorbed. My only predicament is that the the is very nice that the present central government they have started this skill development program, and uh, under the uh, the title of NSDC National Skill Development Corporation or. I tried, everything is there. We have got the 33 computers now. We have got the required teachers, uh, infrastructure. So what we try to do that, if NSDC courses are uh, adopted in the foundation, so the two things will happen. Well, my students will have more comfort in doing this course, which of course they have, but they have more comfort that they are going to get the NSDC certificates, and secondly, that it will uh, I will I will be spared of uh, funding uh, 
from my personal uh, because whatever the NSDC teaches what I understand uh, courses they pay something to the uh, students or they pay something also to the right. uh, that organization and but that is funded by central government that is funded by as I, as I understand so but uh, I have not been able to uh, to sort of uh, make them appreciate or uh, or make them understand that this is what you should do. Despite the fact that you will believe that there is one gentleman uh, who was the minister from the same district. Uh, but then anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Maybe he would have some uh, limitations uh, because... Uh, so this is about the Kusum Foundation and, uh, and what I would like to know that uh, from the UK, I'm talking to people that whether I can also launch Kusum Foundation in this in this country, because it is not only that villages like uh, ours where I come from. If you go to some areas in Nepal also, there will be a lot of illiteracy. Mm. So I am thinking that which way if I uh, launch Kusum Foundation in this country, particularly in London, where I do live. What I should do, where can be any attraction between Kusum Foundation in London and Kusum Foundation in India? And I always talk to my father, who is my mentor in this, uh, that uh, I want to go to some parts of Africa. Because Africa, when I see the particularly, when I watch some program, uh, the countries, I don't want to name the countries, when I see the plight of the girls, the 12, 13 year old girls, so this really makes my heart well. Uh, that if they also have uh, uh, some sort of a interventions by way of education, particularly vocational skill, then probably uh, uh, it will do a lot of good things uh, to them and the, the, the human beings at a large. Uh, so this is uh, what we are doing. And uh, I, I can tell you that the Kusum Foundation is completely structured, it's a legal structure. Uh, it has two trustees, so you can't say that it is a family-run business. Uh, the my father is a chief mentor or chief trustee. Uh, he is now 90 years old. Uh, the another gentleman, uh, he was college service commission chairman in India, in Bihar. Professor Masirabhasina, he is another trustee. Uh, we have some advisors also in uh, in uh, the trustee, and they are very well renowned people from Chabra, mostly professors. Okay. And the on the ground zero, um, my younger brother, youngest brother, he takes care of the the management, maintenance, monitoring of the of the foundation and also ensures discipline. Because in today's world when there are hundred girls and hundred boys, uh, it is very important to sure. ensure that the the required discipline uh, is maintained and sustained throughout the year. Uh, so for, for the benefit of our listeners, if somebody wants to donate to Kusum Foundation, what is the best way they can get in touch with you or maybe there is a, a information on your website. Um, also, I would like to understand what is, so you mentioned 100 boys, 100 girls, about 200, 200 uh, yes. students uh, per month. What is the running cost of managing that on monthly basis so it would be interesting for listeners 
because you know the, we have a lot of listener base around the world. Um, I understand you can only accept donation at the moment for within India. Um, but we have a lot of expats, uh, Indians like myself, like yourself, mm-hmm. who ha- I'm sure have an Indian bank account, yes, yeah, 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 and they yeah. can transfer money, um, even if it's a small amount. You know, it all adds up. So, just for them, uh, if you can just give us a quickly brief on uh, how they can, you know, connect with you. Uh, as of now, they can only donate from India account uh, in rupees. Uh, they can go to our website. Uh, the, the website is www.kusumfoundation.org which is still in the process of updation. But you will find the details, the email and the uh, coordinates of the people who they should contact. And I will be very thankful to them if they can donate something to this cause because uh, the, when I was studying, I really I came from that village as I told you, and he also studied in uh, some time in that primary school. And I remember that uh, there were there were no uh, chairs, there were no uh, stool, and so we used to sit on the on the earth. And uh, but now these things have changed. So what I'm trying to say that. Uh, still, if you see the divide between, say, Chennai, Delhi, Mumbai, Bangalore, Hyderabad, uh, and the states which where I come from, Bihar, and particularly villages, so still I feel that there is a divide. So I will request uh, all my listeners, if possible, go to my website. Uh, there are there is an email there. And uh, uh, there are phone numbers. Please do call or send an email, and we'll be very happy to have uh, your whatever small donations, which will be really very meaningful for for the foundation and for the residents. And in return, what you can do that we can send the the certificate to you, which you can submit to your uh, to to um, uh, to tax submission uh, when you are submitting. And you will get remission on your donation. So this is this is all about. We have I have a, a very good video uh, clip. I have a YouTube uh, where uh, if one can go and it is there on the website. If you, I will request you, my listeners, to go and see that you, that uh, clipping. You will see that how the girls from uh, neighboring villages they are coming by cycle what they are telling, what they are doing, it is really mind-boggling. It starts with Chapra, comes to the village, and it is really a very a nice uh, sort of a, um, input given by my students. You will find that there are 100 cycles every day, or 150 cycles. We run almost three batches. We can't accommodate uh, uh, the uh, students from uh, in one, one batch. So there are, there are at least three batches. And uh, they come in batches, and then when they come in uh, bicycle, you feel that yes, you are, yes, it's really, really worth. Uh, so I sometimes wonder that if these institutions were not there, where they would have done, mm-hmm. what they would have done, what the ladies would have done. Uh, and uh, so it gives a lot of uh, sort of a satisfaction that yes, and I, f- I always feel and strongly believe that you don't donate anything to anybody. But if we can equip somebody with the skill or education, that will take care of all the years. 
that will take care of all the requirement of the people, that will take care of all the uh, uh, requirement of the society. So only thing which is required is the education, education and education, nothing else. Whether it is a vocational education, formal education. So if why we are here, why you and I are here, because of education and still we are learning. So if somebody who is not aware, who is not educated, you can see the difference. So uh, uh, my, my request to all my listeners that for this noble cause, if you can do something, there's not only money that you can contribute. For some of my, my friends have come to the ground zero. For example, I, I told you the name of Mr. Rakesh Sinha. He traveled from Calcutta, he came to Patna, he traveled to, uh, to Ground Zero, Katesar. And when he saw this, then he got satisfied and he started doing this thing. So if you are from Bihar, and if you are going to Bihar, uh, Chapra, Patna is not very far. You can uh, write to us, we can organize your transportation from Patna to Chapra and to Katesar. It will be not more than three hours, two hours, three hours. Or you can go on your own, uh, and uh, uh, or from any part of India, you can write to us, and we will be very very happy to respond to you, uh, uh, to your to your query. Uh, so if you want to spend some time in uh, in our uh, foundation, you can go and you can also teach. So I always feel that the, uh, dona the donation is is one way of uh, contribution, but if you can spend your time. Uh, with the students there for three days, four days, one month, two months, I will be very, very happy to to see that you are comfortable uh, at the ground zero or you can come from Chapra on a daily basis and uh, give your feedback. Uh, that is what I will request all of you. Uh, at least out of seven billion population in the world, I am sure that the population which I, we are catering, uh, it will be around uh, it will be part of the 1 billion, 1.5 billion population. So if you provide education, you provide everything to them. Mm -hmm. If you don't provide education, we give donation, we give some sort of a, some funding, it will go away uh, uh, very soon. And they will not become a human beings probably. Because education makes somebody a human being, and human being means that, you know that. Sure. The, the way they behave, the way so. It's, it's very refreshing to speak to a senior banker in, in a city where, you know, the, the taboo or, or the, the perception of a banker is very materialistic, so to speak. So it's very refreshing to sit in front of someone who's so humble as you are. And, uh, uh, you know, amazing job what you're doing and bringing back to, the, uh, to your own village to start with. And I'm sure the word will, sp uh, will spread and a lot of people will join hands with with your initiative, so thank you very much. No, no, again, I will before you say thank you to me. I will say <laughs> sure. that uh, the you you talked about our uh, the informal conversation about CSR. I will say that why not the ISR, individual social responsibility. Those who are capable individually, if if everybody who who are capable, if anybody who is capable of individually, and if he takes one village from where they come from. Mm. I, 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 of course, the, there is involvement of your uh, time, the your own money, but if you, if anybody can do that, adoption of one village. I am not saying with all my humility, I am saying that the electricity has come to that village. 
the uh, foundation has come to that place which is providing vocational skills we with the help of somehow we managed to open a bank establish a bank with idea so that the people who were going to 3 4 kilometers 5 kilometers for just withdrawal of the cash and that too sometimes they had to come back without withdrawal of the cash that uh, it is not happening and now what we are doing that that we have we are going to start a dairy chilling plant uh, in conjunction with sudha dairy so what will happen to this this whole area the 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 people are learning the people will also the elderly people maybe they start uh, keeping the uh, cows and buffaloes and they will start giving the milk to this place and they will start getting the and uh, there there is a bank who can fund uh, to them for some doing some business so it's a very good uh, combination uh, and then people probably it will also help people not to look forward to the cities or the towns so so this is a very mm. very uh, uh, i will say synergistic combination sure but the, again uh, at the end of the day i would request all my listeners that if you are capable please adopt a village or if somebody is doing like this please start contributing that at least you can take care of our future generations well on that noble message uh, i thank you very much for your time and wish you all the best with with the kusum foundation thank, thank you, you very so much. much thank you hope you enjoyed listening to this episode you can catch all upcoming episodes on the website globalize-asian.co.uk or via your iOS or Android devices. Also, if you wish to join us as a speaker and share your story, please do drop us a message via the contact form on the website.